The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. Funemploymentradio.com. Perfect timing. Oh boy. Yes. We're not having computer problems. No, nobody knows anything about that. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. That never happens. <laughs> uh, this is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Good morning. And we're here. We made it here. <laughs> In one piece. Yes. Barely. Yeah. So, uh, Sarah, we, we usually meet up before we do the show and do, do our uh, prep work and all that stuff. And uh, Sarah had a bit of a difficult time getting here to the yes, studio Yes, because I, I left here with ample time to actually meet up with Greg. Here, hang on. I need to fix my headphones. Everything's a little wonky today. Difficulties. La, la, la. Technical. I feel like little like button gnomes come in here and fuck with everything while we're gone. We were the last ones in here. So I, I know. know. That's, a, that's what I'm saying because I know that Rick and Don run in here. So I don't know. I think like someone just comes in here and like wiggles them around just to make sure that we're amply thrown off in the morning. So yeah, so I left my house because you and I were meeting up at 9 this morning. I left my house at 8.45, you know, went, went by UPS. I'm like, gosh, I'm so on top of things. And usually um, the past couple of days I've taken division going down, uh, heading toward the studio. Um, it, but it's been really scary because traffic on there is like really stop and go. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's all usually like take back roads or whatever. Because uh, there really isn't like a straight main road to get to where we are. And so I decided I'm like, well, I'm just going to take Hawthorne and go a little bit out of the way, you know, and just like take it down, you know, because I won't get bump into that darn division traffic. Yeah. And they have blocked off every single road uh, to to get off of Hawthorne in either direction. Like, basically, it forces you from Hawthorne all the way down to basically downtown without being able to make any turns. It was... There is a lot of construction there going There is so much construction. Every road was closed. And plus, um, you know, like, since it's closed, that means there's also, like, gravel and all kinds of stuff in the road. So I'm on my scooter, you know, having to, like, stop and then start and then stop again and start. And so I'm kind of sliding and, you That's know... That's kind of scary on a scooter, too. It's pretty scary. And people are really aggressive because they're really pissed since they're stuck in traffic. So everyone's, you know, like, roaring around each other. And these giant trucks are, like, all, like, getting up, like, really close to me on this, like, tiny little scooter. I'm just like, oh... It was so frustrating. So then I tried to go through back roads. Those all turned out to be closed. Like, uh, trying to find, uh, tried to do a straight shot to the studio. That was closed as well. Finally, uh, ended up having to just go down all these, like, back roads I'd never been to before. By then, I was, like, 20 minutes late. And it, so it took, basically took me 40 minutes to do, like, a seven-minute scooter ride. And finally, as I was about here, uh, all of a sudden, I'm, I'm driving down this road, this back road, approaching a stop sign. I'm going about, like, 15 miles an hour. And this fucking forklift comes out of nowhere with its giant spikes up in the air about head level at me. Like busting out of a warehouse or but something? Yeah, ju- just busting out of a warehouse, just like, and just not even looking, just goes like hauling balls out into the middle of the road toward me. Oh. And I was just like, what the fuck? And, you know, and I don't have, because I have a covered, a full face helmet and just like a one that doesn't cover my full face. It's just like the top helmet. So today, I, you know, I'm just wearing my top one. I was just like, yeah, I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? And he's just like, why don't you watch where you're going? I'm like, where I'm going, driving down the road at a slower than, you know, the miles per hour that I'm supposed to be going, and you're flying out with a forklift at my face? Yeah, that's the forklift's fault oh. on that one. It was. <laughs> it's, uh, it scared me. I almost cried. I was like, oh, because these spikes were, like, heading toward me. I'm like, okay, well, that's it. Oh, yeah, you can you can mess somebody up with a forklift. Mm. I mean, I've I've driven a lot of forklifts in my life, and, uh, yeah, those things are, those things are dangerous. Like you got to be really careful. And somebody driving a forklift with an attitude, too. Mm-hmm. Like, it was my fault that I was driving down the road, and he comes flying out. Like, because he was behind, like, there was a van parked, 
And then there was like a truck parked and he just comes flying out from behind the van. So I couldn't have even seen him. Oh, that's terrifying. It was scary. It really shook me up. So I feel a little like. Yeah, I mean, you can calm down before you have to make your other drive. I know. Yeah, so yeah. I'm going to Seattle. Yes. So we're recording early. So uh, Sarah can head up to Seattle. Yes. I'm so excited. Well, are you wonky? Well, before we talk about that, are you wonky at all? Today? I'm, I'm a little bit wonky. I didn't get. Um, I got plenty of sleep last night, but I just didn't get very good sleep. I had a whole bunch of crazy, like, nightmare dreams. Oh, which, really? Which I haven't had those for a while. And, of course, I don't remember exactly what it, what they were about. But um, it was enough to where, you know, when you dream, and you, it feels like it's reality. Mm-hmm. And so I remember waking up a couple of times in the middle of the night being like, oh, man, this just sucks. And then, But I didn't understand, you know, that I was in and out of. I thought of that all this had happened. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it was uh, – it was. That is the I didn't worst get very good sleep. I'll when say you that. Wake up in the morning and like you dream that something's happened. You think it actually. You did. think it's real. Yeah. <gasps> mm-hmm. Yeah. So it took me a little bit to get out of that and realize, oh, it's not real. Okay, that's good. And now, now of course, I can't really remember exactly what that was, but. But you don't really want to. No, I don't want to either. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. I had to, so I didn't uh, have that good of sleep. But um, let's see. Maybe we should talk about yesterday too. We haven't even talked about that. Yeah. So let's see. So we did the show. Uh, had Aaron on, and then I actually went home and. Um, I had something else weird happen at home too. So I was, I I had to go home and do some work <laughs> it's on the all computer. All weird all the time. I know it. It, it really is. Everything's. I sh- I should say something normal happened for me. <laughs> um, but uh, I went home and I was working on the computer, working on a couple of projects. One of which I'll talk about here in a minute. Um, yes, uh, good news. But uh, I was working on the computer and I'm trying to get like stuff done. And Butters, for whatever reason, was extra nutty yesterday, like way more than normal. Well, if you're saying she's extra nutty, then she must have been doing something downright bonkers. Yeah. So what it was is I was sitting here working on the computer, and she kept trying to shove herself. She's not a small dog, by the way. Uh, she kept trying to shove herself into the corner. Now, she's a big girl. How much do you think she weighs? Uh, she weighs about 70, about like 72, 73, something like that, okay. like the last time we got her weighed. So, you know, she's, she's not a tiny dog. Um, and uh, she was trying to wedge herself into the corner between me and the wall, like yes. where she used to? Yes, the same. The ghost spot? Yes, the same corner where she would stare at the wall. Uh, so she wedged herself back in there, and finally I'm just like, fine, whatever, sit there. Just I need to get this stuff done. I'm like really trying to get some, some work done. And there's a CD tower right there, and she starts l- using her little monkey paws, which she can like grip oh, things. Oh, she has it's, like creepy like human it's, paw hands. It's thing. really creepy the things she can grip and like pull and I would pick be surprised up. if she could write. I wouldn't be surprised either. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised she hasn't figured out how to open the kitchen door yet. I think she just hasn't ever tried that because she could totally pull it open. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, so she reaches over to the CD tower back there and just like hooks it and pulls it over. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? The one right next to you in the corner. Yeah. That one... she used to stare at all the time. Yes. That where one. we recorded the little girl's voice. We don't know where that came from or we don't know yes. that was a voice. It was just in that room. Maybe. Uh, so she pulls it <laughs> she over. She used her crazy monkey paws to pull down the CD tower? Pull down the CD tower. And then I'm like, so I, I kept setting it back up. I'm like, knock it off. And uh, she finally, uh, she kept pulling it down so many times, I just picked it up and moved it just to not deal with it. Mm-hmm. And then she gets over to that corner of the wall and starts pawing at the wall. Like using using her little claw and like. At the wall? Yeah, at the wall. And then at the base of the wall and like digging at it. And I'm like, what are you doing? And so I turned her around, and then she goes over to my computer, my PC that's on the ground, and tries to hook her paw in it and starts pulling it over. And luckily I caught it. <laughs> but, yes, then she tried to pull that over. And then she turns around and goes back to the wall and starts clawing at the wall. That is freaky. Like, I've never seen her claw at a wall before like that or try to knock over my computer. 
Yeah. Yeah, it was really weird. Well, I know because that's always been the weird corner, too. Yeah, it's the corner that she goes to and she stares at the wall a lot. And so she just kept continuously doing this. Yeah. I'm looking at the painting of Butters behind me and she's staring at me like, you know what I'm talking about, With her blue eye. (laughs) My blue eye sees all. Her glowing eye. Um, But yeah, so I I don't know. It was just really weird. I've never seen her act like that before. Hmm. And eventually she calmed down and once I left the room and, and we were doing something else. But, uh, yeah, it was it was odd. That's very odd. Yeah. Uh, well, so I can I see know. why that would probably throw you off and make you have some crazy dreams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she's sitting there, like, panting and, like, freaking out about it. And, oh, really? Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what her problem was. I know we have some vets that listen to the show. Maybe you can explain why Butters is crazy. Exactly, why she keeps going to this exact same spot that she's been staring at for months and also why that was where we recorded the little girl's voice to sing. What? So anyway, it was kind of a crazy night. Um, yeah. You're just crazy. It was a weird one. Uh, but yeah, and then I went out for a little bit and met up with uh, Nate and Amber of Amber Destiny fame. And Which, dang it. Okay, I'm going to set myself a reminder to make sure to I get batteries. batteries. I know. I've been yes. saying that forever, and this is totally my fault that we don't have batteries for Amber Destiny. I know, because you were going to play her yesterday, and then yep. you realized that Amber, we had the clock working, but her pull lays silent. <laughs> We oh, need to Amber reanimate Destiny. her. <laughs> oh, Amber. She will dance once again. <laughs> Don't take that opportunity away from her. It will be beautiful. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, so anyway, that's what I was doing. What did you do yesterday? Oh, got covered with the mosquito bites is what I did. As you see, I'm like over here itching. Oh, I went to, uh, so after the show I went uh, and ended up meeting up with a couple of friends at Stripper Soup and uh, hung out there because it was really, even though it was like later in the day and there wasn't a lot of sun, it was still really, really warm outside. So I ended up going there and meeting up, um, of course, you know, around a lot of still water, which means that's where a lot of mosquitoes are, which isn't occurring to me until today when I'm covered in mosquito bites again. So I'm just, yeah, probably I'm just dusk not, by a pool. Is, yes. Yeah. So I've decided, yeah, from this moment forward, there's going to be no more evening swimming for me because mm-hmm. I'm just so Were there itchy. any strippers? Um, that's probably about when they're going to work, I would think. Yeah, there were a couple, but they were only there for like an hour. We, we only stayed there for about an hour. Okay. And then ended up going over to my friend's house having some dinner, and then uh, went and saw a movie last night, actually. Oh. Went with a friend. To the movies. I went to the movies. I went to see uh, Iron Man 2. Oh. Yes. but um, right. An old one, yes. <laughs> an old one. <laughs> I didn't know that anybody's still playing that. but <laughs> <laughs> Well, somewhere in the greater Portland metro area, it's playing. And um, so, of course, you know, in order, you know, because we're kind of spoiled here in Portland because there's so many theaters that are beer theaters. Yes. So a lot of times the logic leads. It's like, okay, well, it's in the evening. You know, why not make every theater a beer theater? It is weird to go to a movie theater and actually not drink beer. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, hmm, well, why don't uh, – I was with my buddy. I'm like, why don't you know we stop and get a six-pack? And so we went and got a six-pack, and I threw it in my bag. And so we get to the theater. And, uh, and this know, was not a beer theater, I think. <laughs> I will not specify either way. <laughs> they were not selling alcoholic beverages. Um, and so we get there. And – so, like, as we're getting in, like, the movie's just about to start, and so we're both like, oh, crap, okay, look, got to silence our phones. So I had opened my bag, you know, this giant messenger bag that I have. So I'd opened my bag, um, you know, and to get out my phone, and so I'm sitting there silencing my phone, and this little, like, 15 or 16-year-old, like, nerdy girl, like, adorably nerdy, you know, like, with thick glasses and, like, a ponytail, and she's wearing, like, you know, ill-fitting like movie clothes <laughs> and she's like um excuse me ma'am and she taps me on the shoulder and then she points at my bag and she's like that isn't beer is it <laughs> and i looked at her and i'm like and you could only see the tops of something because i had it laid out to where you could only see like the six tops of the 
thing. I looked at her. I'm like, absolutely not. I would not bring that into a movie theater. She's like, okay, just check. <laughs> she didn't ask like what it was. No, or... <laughs> she didn't ask what it was because I was just like, absolutely not. Of no, course not. Why how, would you think such a how thing? How dare you? How dare you? So I totally <laughs> almost got caught by a 16 year old in a movie theater. Oh, that would have been hilarious, <laughs> ma'am. You're gonna need to give me over that beer because then what? Do you give that to her? Because she's a 16 yeah, it's year like old. You're so. a child. No, but she's the employee though. I know, I but, she has and the power. But they were closed containers. <laughs> Busted by a sixteen-year-old. Busted by a sixteen-year-old. So then she was just she kind of gave me a look, and I was just like, and I like quickly closed my bag, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> and then go in and immediately have a beer. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, that would have been hilarious if you got busted. I've never gotten in trouble for bringing beer into a theater before. I mean, I don't really have a need to Mm -hmm. much now because there are so many theaters Mm -hmm. where you can just buy beer. I know. I usually see things like second string anyway. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's what I usually do too. But, I mean, I used to do that quite a bit. I I remember one time I went into a theater and it was – I don't even remember what movie it was. might have been like Beavis and Butthead. I mean, it was a long time ago. And we'll say I was of age. (laughs) Maybe. That's past the statute of limitations. I was totally not a bitch. Uh, but um, so so me and my buddy brought in a whole bunch of beer and we're, we got uh, big cups of like pop or something. You know, just so we had a big cup and then just dumped it all out. Mm. And so we're sitting there filling it up with beer. And my buddy drops one of the beers on the ground and it cracked open. So it's like oh and starts spinning God. and rolls down the entire length of the theater. Just spraying oh. beer on the feet of everyone <gasps> in the theater. Everyone. Oh, my God. And so, luckily, it was like it was during the preview, so it was dark in there, so no one knew for sure where it came from. So we just kind of got up and like shuffled over a few seats. Yes, yeah, so it couldn't be traced back to you. Yeah, so so no, they couldn't follow the line back to us, <laughs> which they could have if they actually looked into it. Yeah, but yeah, so we sprayed pretty much everybody in the theater with beer. <laughs> I was at a theater <laughs> once, and which it was actually a beer theater, but my friend was like low on cash, and this actually was my friend. This wasn't me, but uh, he had purchased uh, like a pint, like a, a glass pint of whiskey. And he was drinking it. It was right as the lights like were just starting to dim. But he dropped it and ended up. We were in the back row and it ended up clinking oh. all the way down to the front. And the entire and it was during the summer too. And the entire theater smelled like like hot sticky whiskey. Oh. It was so gross. And plus, you know, like glass rolling down, you know, like cement makes a really, clank, 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 clank. Yeah, it was just so loud and it just kept going and going and going. And I'm just and everyone knew that it was him. And I'm sitting next to him. Like, <laughs> oh, this is embarrassing. <laughs> Too bad for you, buddy, because you're the one that smells like whiskey. I just smell like the beer I bought. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I will be completely safe mm-hmm. should someone get upset. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, so you're going to Seattle today. Yes. And- so I'm driving. I'm going to stay with my sister tonight. But um, Well, I love my sister, which is why, of course, I always visit her. But also um, my buddy, who I haven't seen in about five years, is uh, coming into town. He works for um, some a, a very prestigious company he works for a very big company and he's doing some training in seattle for a couple days and uh, i haven't seen him so this is my friend that i've known for about 10 years uh his name's colin and we met when i was studying abroad in london okay and uh so we became like instant friends in london uh he's super cool he's one of the most interesting people i've ever met he is a how do i put this he's an asian texan new yorker who lived in london who lived in london so he has wow, the craziest okay. accents, and but he grew up in Jersey too. What? So he has he's a he has a Jersey Texas New York accent. Weird. And he's like, yeah, he's like, I don't even know how that would sound. It sounds pretty funny. He has a really, it's a pretty cool accent. So it's like 
It has kind of like a, New has, York with a draw. It has a draw, yeah. Huh. So it's like New York, but he has like the um, the aggressiveness of the New York accent, but with this like a southern draw a little bit. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, it's it's funny. Huh. So he's cool. He's a conundrum, and him and I are two completely different people. Like he is, um, you know, he when he lived in New York, he lived on the Upper East Side in like an apartment that was many thousands of dollars a month. I won't say how many, but um, you know, works for this really fancy company. Like his idea of going out casually is like wearing. You know, like a two hundred dollars shirt and like a three hundred dollar tie, and like going out like that's casual. A, that's that's a cash night. Meanwhile, you know, when we met in London, you know, I'm just that was when I was like really crazy punk rock girl, and all of where was like all black, and my hair was purple, and like for some reason we are complete opposites, but completely get along. I don't huh. know why, because he's like yeah, he's, and and he's one of those people that just doesn't give a shit either. So like he like when I went to visit him in New York, he'd um, introduce me to all of his like fancy Wall Street friends, and they're always kind of looking at me like, "What the fuck is he doing being <laughs> friends with her?" And he's just like, "Ah, this is my girl Sarah." La la la. <laughs> so anyway, I haven't seen him in five years, so I'm super excited. But um, do you ever get that fear like when you haven't seen somebody in a while that you totally got ugly or fat and you just didn't know it? No, I actually don't think about that too much. <laughs> is that a fear that you have though? <laughs> Kind of. I haven't seen him in a long time. I don't know. What if he... What if he... He's like, really? <laughs> That's what you turned out like? Huh. I don't think you're going to have to worry about that. Yeah, but don't I you... Really don't. You don't ever think that, like, when you haven't seen somebody in a long time, that you think, like... You know, because since... You know, for example, like, you and I see each other every day, so we can't right. tell, like, the subtle differences... Right. You know, in each other's, like, physique or whatever. But if you haven't seen someone in a while, little changes are significant. Yeah. Um, no, I don't think about that, but now you're making me think about it. Nah, I don't know. I'm not too worried about it. I'm fine with how I look. So I'm, I'm okay with it. I think that comes from my mother, too, because every time I go to visit my mom, like, um, I always feel like it's a failure when I walk in the door and she's not like, oh, you look too skinny. Because the past, like, because <laughs> whenever she used to do that, I'd be like, yes. And now every time I walk in, she'd be like... Oh, hi, honey. You look great. I'm like, I look great. That means I look squishy. <laughs> mom doesn't like, you know, because moms don't like it when you're thin. Yeah, that's that's true. Yeah. I know. All, all I ever get from my parents is, oh, clearly haven't got a haircut yet. <laughs> Where'd you forget to shave? Yeah, that's that's about all I ever get. It's always about my hair. Mine's actually about my hair, too. My mom's just like, Jesus, Sarah, can't you have it a normal color? <laughs> Blue hair, really? You remind me of one of my middle school middle schoolers. <laughs> yeah, when I saw my dad uh, when we went kayaking or whatever a couple weeks ago, he was complaining about my hair, and that's right after I gotten the haircut, and I had like three inches taken off. And I told him, I'm like, you know, I just I just took three inches off of it. I just got a haircut. He's like, you have got to be kidding me. <laughs> like, <laughs> what did I grow, a little lady man? <laughs> 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 Dude, just because I have hair, don't complain. Oh, <laughs> that's you my can't comeback pull out to anybody. Who, oh yeah, that's what I have to. <laughs> nah, he's not bald anyway, though. But he's got a receding hairline, so I can make fun of that. Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I can make fun of it. You know what's worse than being covered in bug bites is having a giant bruise that you can barely touch on your leg that has a bug bite in the middle of it. Oh, really? You got a bug bite in the center of the bruise? Yes. So it's like this giant purple, black and blue, purple thing, and then with like a red bump in the middle of it? Wow, that's kind of... Well, and it sucks because I can't itch it because it hurts to even touch my leg where I got hit with a softball this weekend. (laughs) You're just falling apart. (laughs) Ow! (laughs) What'd you just do? (laughs) 
I threw my hands up and then hit them on my legs. <laughs> oh, that hurt. So yeah, Colin's gonna be really stoked on the way I turned out. <laughs> <laughs> Just sit there and itch yourself constantly while you're I talking know, to him. I feel so Yeah, itchy. so anyway. Huh, uh. <laughs> so yeah, I don't have a job. <laughs> I was laid you off. Have, back like, in red welts all over you from bug bites. <laughs> I swear this isn't from the meth, it's, it's from bug bites. I swear there are lots of mosquitoes in in Portland. <laughs> I found a nest of them in my hair. Oh god. I am. This is a monumental occasion, and I am going to wash my hair when I get home today. <laughs> so itchy. Wow. She's Sarah X. Dillon. <laughs> um, no, I almost, I almost feel like I'm going to a high school reunion. And I need to like make something up, like in Romeo and Michelle's high school reunion, to make it sound, make me sound more glamorous. <laughs> <laughs> what would you make up? I don't know. <laughs> oh, I don't know. They're not covered in mosquito bites. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know how else you cover that up. I'd say I'd say go with the mosquito bite route. Okay, thanks. Yeah. All right, onward and upward. Well, you said yeah. that you had something that exciting to talk about. Uh, well, yeah. Well, actually, I have a couple of things. I was going to say though, I am um, going to be meeting some people that I haven't seen for a while this this weekend <gasps> as well. Maybe they're going to think you're fat. I I don't I don't really care if they do or not. I'm not fat. Um, I can totally tell that you were going to do that. I'm not fat. You're fat. And then you control yourself. <laughs> uh, so uh, we have an annual. This is going to sound kind of late, but it's it's awesome. It's an annual guys camping trip that we do with me and my buddies. Wow, you are married. No, this is this has been going on for years, way before, way before marriage. Way before, I mean, different girlfriends, all kinds of stuff. So this has been going on for a long it's, time. So this is the man trip. It's a man trip. This is the long established man trip. Yes. Pretty much. So uh, <laughs> it's me and a bunch of buddies that I, I don't see very much during the year, if at all. And then uh, we all go up camping, and we we play a game called Rickets, which I think I've talked about on the <laughs> show before. You've talked about it, but you've never explained it. I know oh. that it's a horrible, like, degenerative disease. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I think I've explained a little bit of it before. So Rickets was formed by uh, – this game was invented by Gavin, Nate, and I uh, in the Seven Devils Mountains many years ago. So – what it is, it's essentially, I'll just, exp- the basic thing is, you throw rocks at cans, and then you make up rules you as you throw the rocks at this. cans. Well, you make them up as you go along? You make them up as you go along. Yeah, and you can dish out drinks to people, you dish out cowboy spritzers to people, and which we've done cowboy spritzers on the show, so mm. everybody's familiar with that. Uh, so you dish out cowboy spritzers, and then you make people do, I don't know, something stupid, or... This just sounds lame now that I'm saying this, but well, it is so thing, much Why don't you give fun. an example as to... Like, no, I can't, because it's not really very PC, some of the stuff, but... Um, you make people say horrible things and and do different things, uh, but uh, but it's a lot of fun, and so we're going to be doing it this weekend, and so I'm I'm really stoked about that it. That sounds awesome. like fun. It's a yeah. my own trip. It's basically it's basically drinking for three days straight is essentially what it is. Okay, that's a lot of whiskey. So you're already gearing up because the weekend's you know still like three days away. Oh yeah, I know, but I'm still getting ready for it. Mentally preparing. Mentally preparing. <laughs> um, but no, the other thing I was going to talk about what I've been working on, and actually with uh, Gavin as well, is. A courage website. Oh, so we've been getting a lot of emails and people in the forum and stuff wanting to know where you can get the courage albums, which we never put them on iTunes because it was a while ago. And uh, but was uh, it before iTunes existed? Uh, no, iTunes existed, but it, it just wasn't very big, so we didn't have it. We didn't have it set up on That's there. What she said. 
Oh, yeah. Uh, so, uh, but we do have a website now. You can go to couragemusic.com, and you can download all of the uh, – it's pretty much all of the Courage stuff, all of the recorded stuff. There's uh, some remixes and some live. Can I play one of my live. favorite Courage, Courage songs as you're talking about this? Yes, you can. Okay, you know which song's my favorite one. Yes, the one that you always try to get me yes, to sing. Yes, uh-huh. <laughs> I can't help it. It's awesome. So, uh, so yeah. Courage- See, that's a selling point. Look, I can't help but love the song. Oh, man, there we go. Can't help but like the Courage. Your rock is inefficient. This is the one where the German chick got really pissed off at me for singing. Oh, this is so awesome. So you can go to uh, CourageMusic.com and download all your favorite Courage songs. And there's uh, our music videos on there, too. Or you can go to FunEmploymentRadio.com under the link section. Music. I always make, try to get Greg to do that voice. <laughs> <laughs> Little pretty girly man sitting in the... I don't even know what the word is. <laughs> Little sissy girly rock is all you ever seem to talk. <laughs> <laughs> ah, courage. All right. Um, let's see, what time is it? Oh, it's about time for some balls, Should I'd say. we do say. a little bit of ball talk? I think so. I'm, I'm all revved up now. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That sounded really gross. That really did. All right. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. I was trying to change it up. I'm tired of doing the mmm balls. Balls. You're tired of doing the mmm balls, Greg? I'm tired of saying mmm balls. Mm. That's what I mean. Mine's in the gutter uh <laughs> i don't know i couldn't come up with anything nba news <laughs> <laughs> so uh the nba is going to announce so in nba news 
Um, they are announcing their uh, uh, nationally broadcasted games for the 2010-2011 season today at 7 p.m. Once again, the NBA is all about these TV specials now. So they're going to be doing a TV special announcing the lineups for this year and uh, who's going to be playing who when. But the, the big rumor is Miami, which uh, they want to have nationally televised for their first game. The rumor is they're going to send them to Cleveland for the first game. Really? Which I admit, if they do that, I will watch that just to <gasps> oh, see. Oh, that's Cle- the whole drama. That's with the drama. So they're okay. going to send LeBron back to Cleveland. That's the rumor. I would even watch that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. just to see what the, those Cleveland fans do to him. Oh yeah. I mean, they are they are going to be merciless against him. Uh, so I hope that is what happens. But they're making that big announcement tonight. The other rumor is that they might have them play Boston, which. Yeah, yeah, that might be a good game, but that's really not as exciting. I want to yeah. see people boo LeBron. That's what I want to see. <laughs> that's all you want in this life. That's all I want to see. So uh, hopefully that that's what will happen with that one. They're going to make that announcement. But uh, speaking of LeBron, so uh, Zydrunas Ogaskis, the other guy from Cleveland that left and went to Miami. He's the center for uh, Cleveland. He went, went to Miami. He actually took out a full-page ad in the Cleveland newspaper and uh, saying thank you to all of the Cleveland fans, and he appreciated everything that they've done for him during his time, and, and blah, 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 just saying how much he loved Cleveland, but he was going to pursue a championship, and so he hoped they understood. Kind of a, kind of a classy move, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, but LeBron, LeBron decided to take out an ad in Akron. So he's not even taking one out in Cleveland to uh, do this. He took it out in Akron, Ohio, which is where he's from, uh, saying to all my family, friends, and fans in Akron, for all my life I have lived in Akron, and blah, blah, blah. Talks about how Akron is his home, and that's the central focus of everything for him. Uh, But it skipped over Cleveland. Really? kind of a snub to Cleveland. He wouldn't even say anything to them. So he hasn't apologized to Cleveland. He hasn't said uh, really much publicly at all, other than the fact that, you know, I'm leaving. So, uh, which just is going to make it all that much better when he does come back to Cleveland. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, it's going to be... Because they're they've been having, like, big things where they burn all of uh, LeBron jerseys and they... They're uh, you know what they're having like bonfires basically with all this bonfires, stuff? yeah, burning everything LeBron essentially, and then they're also doing a drive where they're taking the uh, people are donating their uh, LeBron James jerseys and then they're shipping them down to Miami for the homeless, which is kind of funny too. <laughs> so, they're, they're, so Miami homeless people will have Cleveland LeBron jerseys now, uh, but uh, yeah, so it's it, it's just kind of a weird thing that LeBron's doing. He's he's been so mishandled marketing wise with this that so many people hate him I just think it was a really bad move all around but uh, yeah so he is thanking Akron there you go Akron <laughs> um, on, uh, Jeremiah Masoli I do have to talk about this so he's the former U of O quarterback the one that I talked about before that got busted for stealing the laptops laptops and, uh-huh. and guitars and then, no but uh, he didn't do it Greg right he didn't do it <laughs> no it's everybody's against him he also didn't it's apparently him against the world yeah go drive out of a gas station without stopping in front of a cop and then have marijuana on him. No, that was someone else. <laughs> Clearly not Jeremiah Masoli. So, uh, but he has left U of O, and he is now going to be playing for University of Mississippi, so it's official. I guess he can do this because he got... Usually you have to have a year in between before you can transfer schools like that and mm-hmm. play for... Because otherwise they'd all do that constantly. Um, but I guess since he got his undergraduate degree and he's now enrolled in graduate school at University of Mississippi, he can immediately play. So uh, he is probably going to be their new quarterback. And actually, in all honesty, Mississippi probably got, probably got a pretty good deal on it. I mean, he's a good quarterback. It's just... Uh, just kind of a jackass. Yeah, let's hope he doesn't steal anything <laughs> from them. Um, but, uh, so yeah, Jeremiah Masoli now going to be in the SEC playing for Mississippi. I, I kind of want to see how he does. I'm kind of curious to see if he'll be able to pick that up and, and do good down there. But uh, that is what's going to happen. Moving on, another uh, person of infamy in football, 
Brett Favre. Ah, Brett Favre. Brett Favre back in the news. So, of course, he's waited until now. NFL training camps have already started. You know, preseason workouts are already going on. It's August, and he's been holding this off forever, saying whether he's going to retire, whether he's not going to retire, what's he going to do? Nobody knows. Now he is saying he's going to retire. That's what he said anyway. Okay. So he says he's retiring, but uh, apparently the Minnesota Vikings don't really believe that. They think all he really wants is just a better contract and more money. So even though he has announced he's retired now, which I think this is the third or fourth time. Because I remember the first time it was a really big deal, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. And then he came back, and then he played for the Jets, and then he retired. And then he came back and played for the Vikings, and then he ret- now he's retiring. And probably I would not be surprised if he ends up playing for the Vikings this year. Yeah. And he unretires again. I mean, this guy is just Make such... Up your mind. Seriously, dude, just do one thing or another. I mean, he had a good year last year, so I can understand if he wants to come back and play again. Just do it. but uh, And say just say, I want more money or I'm not going to come back. Not, oh, I'm retiring. Maybe you can convince me otherwise. Mm-hmm. I'm retiring. Maybe you can convince me otherwise. You know, it's just so annoying, Brett Favre. I think uh, it's kind of run his course. I don't really think people even care that much No, anymore. they don't. Like, he's yeah. kind of exhausted at that point. Yeah, it's like, dude, just do one thing. Nobody cares. Knock it off. Uh, so anyway, that's going on with him. Uh, Matt Leinert. Got to talk about him. So Matt Leinert, do you know who that is? Mm-mm. Okay, he's a quarterback for the Arizona Cardinals, but he used to play for USC back when with Reggie Bush. When USC, those is guys... Is the one that peed on Kim Kardashian? No, Reggie Bush dated Kim Kardashian. It was Ray J that peed on Kim Kardashian. Okay. Yeah, so it wasn't Reggie Bush. Uh, that we know of. Uh, but Matt Leinert, though. So Matt Leinert was a quarterback at the time, and allegedly he had all kinds of... Uh, supposedly he slept with Paris Hilton and Britney Spears and... He, he was kind of like a media darling or whatever. And so uh, all these chicks were Reggie flocking Bush? to him. No, this is Matt Leinert. Matt Leinert, he was, okay. he was the quarterback. And so now he plays for the Arizona Cardinals, but he's never really done very good in the NFL. And uh, I guess during the Arizona Cardinals practice the other day, he was standing on the sidelines, and a couple of the uh, – one of the offensive players, one of the defensive players were running around, and they fell, and uh, one guy got tackled right in front of Matt Leinert. And as one guy was falling, he swiped at Matt Leinert's ankle and knocked him down. And uh, Matt Leonard, I guess, was not very happy about that. And he stood up and he spiked the ball at the dude's feet. And then uh, another guy came up and was defending Leonard and started and uh, punched the other dude in the pads. And it started this huge brawl on the Arizona Cardinals practice field. No way. Yeah. And these are all them fighting each other. They're supposed to be on the same team. So uh, anyway, Matt Leonard, it's just kind of amazing, actually, that anybody's defending Matt Leonard at this point because he's kind of sucked. And he's kind of a jackass. But uh, but apparently his team does still defend him, at least half of them. And then half of them want to beat him up. So that is the, the Arizona Cardinals right now. All right, I'm looking up a picture of this dude to see. Oh, okay, I recognize that guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was all, back when USC was good, he was all over everything. And he had, like, Will Ferrell showing up at his games. And he was buddies. He's buddies with, uh, what's that dude that used to date Jessica Simpson? Nick. Uh, oh, Nick. Uh, yeah, Nick. 98 Degrees <laughs> dude. Yeah. Yeah, that guy. He's buddies with him, too. Uh, back when he was in college. So he was, he was like a superstar in L.A. when uh, USC was going good. Moving um, on in this, uh, Canadian baseball, a little bit of news. There's a town in Canada uh, who has a, uh, a minor league team. I believe it's called uh, St. Albert. And they are they are in a bit of trouble right now. And it looks like they're going to have to forfeit their entire season because of the, fa- the way that they decided to dry out their baseball field. So they have a they had a rain-soaked baseball field, and they thought, well, you know, what better way to dry this out rather than waiting a couple days for good weather? We'll pour diesel all over it and set it on fire. So they set their entire ball field on fire. And, I uh, don't get it. To dry it out, Sarah. 
So they, they, I guess they did dry it out, but they had I guess to, so. They had uh, somebody from uh, one of the I can't remember what the uh, organization was, but anyway, like a city city organization came by and tested the ground around around the uh, pitcher's mound and found that it was full of diesel and basically contaminated land and an environmental hazard. So they've had to they can't play on their field right now. Uh, probably for the rest of the season, they're going to have to have like this big environmental cleanup because of what they did. And uh, and so, yeah, so they're shutting it down. But I guess there's other cities in Canada that do this quite often. And that's how they dry out their fields. They basically field burn it. That doesn't make any sense. No. No, it doesn't okay. make any sense at all. But that's uh, that's how they dry things out in Canada. <laughs> we'll just set it on fire. Be real simple. So that's Canada. <laughs> um, and finally... There's this guy. Now, this is the guy. I'm trying to get a hold of this guy because I actually do want to talk to him. But uh, this is a this is that marathon story I was going to talk about yesterday. Yeah, that you teased yesterday. Yeah. So um, it's from this website. And oh, I'll, I'll see if I can pull up the website. I can't remember the exact name. But it's like exercising while drinking or something like that dot com. And what this guy did was ran a half marathon, which is 13 miles, and drank 13 beers while doing it. So... His whole goal was, and he was doing this on his own, so he didn't have anybody else helping him out. He had, uh, what he did was he took three beers at a time and poured them into a 36-ounce water jug. And as he was running, he would drink a beer for every mile that he ran and then stop off at a store and had it mapped out so he knew where the stores would be so he could pick up more beer and drank a beer every mile that he ran. Wow. Yeah. And so I guess... (laughs) How did that go for him? Well, I guess he did end up finishing it, but uh, he threw up, I believe it was three times. Uh, It took him five hours to finish it, and he blacked out between the 11th and 12th miles. He doesn't remember them. But he did finish. He did finish the race. So... How long did it take him? It took him five hours to go the 13 miles. (laughs) That's impressive. Yeah, that's not bad when you're stopping off for a beer run, you know, three or four times while you're doing it. Yeah. And uh, chugging three beers at a time. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so he did actually finish it and uh, and made it. So I guess this is kind of what he does. He, he kind of does different uh, athletic feats while drinking, which is why I think he would be a perfect fit to talk to on the show. Um, <laughs> I believe you might be right, sir. I, th- I think he would be a good fit. So, uh, but, yeah, he did do it. And he, he talked about different things. There was a critical five to ten mile, between miles five and ten, where the Golden Gate Bridge is and it's on ramps. And he was worried about not being able to find a liquor store to get more beer to refill at those points. But he was able to do it and finished all of his 13 beers. So congratulations. His name is DJ Tennessee or something like that. Good job, DJ Tennessee. DJ Tennessee. <laughs> Cheers to you, you sir. Yeah, you, we need to get him on the show, Greg. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to get a hold of him. He's kind of a, they don't have a whole lot of contact info for him. But okay. if uh, anybody knows DJ Tennessee, please send him our way. <laughs> uh, all right. And that is that is all I have for today. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. All right. Well, uh, maybe before we go any further, we should talk about one of our wonderful sponsors. One of our fine sponsors, you say? One of the fine sponsors of Fun Employment Radio and one of our longest running ones. Of course, I'm talking about Cassidy's. Cassidy's Bar and Grill. This music just makes me want to be all classy. Cassidy's Restaurant and Bar. just like Cassidy's itself. Just like Bob Cassidy himself. That's right. Around since 1979. (laughs) Serving all of the finest people in Portland, including you. Uh, Cassidy's Restaurant and Bar, located at 1331 Southwest Washington, a classy place to visit. And actually, well, just plain awesome place. Yeah, it's just a cool place to visit. And it has that perfect mix of, like, class, and it's also reasonably priced, because we've talked about the happy hour before. Between four and seven, you can get, like, basically any of their, like, main entrees, like, amazing food, like, all kinds of, like, burgers and, like, seafood and all that stuff for, like, five seventy five. 
Yeah, five seventy five, pretty much everything. It's it's actually it's four to six four for to the six. first one. Yeah, cool. and then it's open from uh, ten p.m. to two a.m. for the for the other happy hour for the late night for happy late night hour. Happy hour. So it's perfect perfect timing, and uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just a great place. There's lots of really good stuff on the menu. I mean, I actually want to go really down there. good stuff, Greg. <laughs> All kinds of stuff. We need to go there this week. We do. Need I've been to. craving one of those uh, garden burgers that they have. I just I like the regular. Cassidy's burger. Oh, that was good too. That one's pretty damn I'm good. To the be chicken healthier, burger though, though is really good too. Oh, I know. Because they've got yeah. Oh man, the chicken burger sounds really good. Yeah. Man, perhaps I'm a little bit hungry right now. I think that's what the problem is. <laughs> this is when you and I start fantasizing about food. I know. We're too hungry. Yeah, this is probably a bad time for us to start talking about Cassidy's because I'm going to think about it as our food. Uh, but yeah, Cassidy's at 1331 Southwest Washington. A couple of my friends actually just went down there yesterday for the first time. You, I remember you got that text message. Yeah, yeah. Jason and Jolene went down there and checked it out. And so uh, yeah, it's it's just a really cool place. Definitely go by and make sure you say hi to Bob or whoever else is working. And let them know that you heard about them from Fun Employment Radio. Indeed. And if if you have gone down there before, maybe it's time for another visit. (laughs) I believe it is. I believe it's time for you and I to go for another visit. I believe it is as well. (laughs) So, yeah, maybe we should go down there sometime this week. Go. All right. That's all I have. I just like this music. I know, me too. I like this because whenever I think about Bob Cassidy, this is the music that goes on in my head. Yeah. Like whenever I talk to him on the phone, he's like, hello, Sarah, how are you? (laughs) I'm I'm doing well, Bob. How about yourself? Doing splendid, Sarah. What is this fun employment radio you kids do? (laughs) I don't understand it, but I like it. (laughs) I always knew it was you. (laughs) Which Godfather do you like better, the first or the second? Um, I would probably go with the second, uh, just because I like the flashbacks to the old New York. (gasps) That's true. And Robert De Niro with it. But, I mean, the, you can't beat the first one either. I mean, mm-hmm. the first one's amazing. But, uh, yeah, I would say the second one's probably That's why I like Home Alone 2 better than Home Alone 1. Because <laughs> they go to New York? Because they go to New York and the, there's all this, like, amazing scenery uh, in New York. I don't even know. I mean, I know I've seen Home Alone 2, but I probably haven't seen that in a long time. Oh, it's time. amazing. It has Tim Curry in it and um, all kinds of shenanigans and Shenanigannery. Shen- shenanigannery. And really cool, like, all kinds of... Um, like a million like locations in Central Park. <laughs> I believe we're talking about Home Alone two. <laughs> I have it seen is Home the Al- better of the Home Alone. I have seen Home Alone one many many times. I admit, when I was a little, I watched that a lot. But uh, yes, you're what the French call les incompetents. I watch a lot of sequels. I just realized because I just watched Ghostbusters two the other day. See, I, I don't watch that many sequels. Yeah. yeah, and you just watched Iron Man two. And I just watched Look Who's Talking to. Oh, really? That's like one of my most hated franchises ever. I can't stand babies talking. <laughs> like those commercials that were going on for a while where the babies were talking. Oh, oh the creepy ones? Yeah. Man, I hate that. <laughs> I hate it when babies and inanimate objects talk. It just doesn't work for me. I'm just Unless realizing... it's in a cartoon stand s- setting, you know, like Toy Story. That's fine. I get that. But I'm just realizing right now I watched Look Who's Talking To, Three Men and a Little Lady, Ghostbusters 2, Iron Man 2, um, I just watched uh, S. Darko, which is the sequel to Donnie Darko. It's just like all sequels all the time. I guess you know what you like. <laughs> Three men and a little lady. Three men and a little lady. Didn't I- you say they're remaking that? Or, or not remaking it, but making another one? I think they're going to call it Three Men and a Grown Woman. And like one of them marries her or something? Ew, I don't think so. <laughs> they find out who the father is, and then she falls in love with <laughs> one of them? No, we know who the father is. The father is Ted, uh, Ted Danson. Oh, that's who it was? Mm-hmm. Oh, so she marries Tom Selleck in the next one. Yes. No, she married Tom Selleck in uh, Three Men and a Little Lady. <laughs> Ew. Oh, come You know on. there's a ghost in Three Men and a Baby. Oh, that's why I can't watch it. It scares the shit out of me. 
it they really say it's does. a ghost. No, I I, it's a, it's somebody standing behind a curtain with a black hat on. It is scary. The black hat? No, no, it's like the little kid standing no. in the hallway. No, 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 it's somebody behind a curtain. Do you want me to look it up on the internets? Yeah, no, I know what I'm talking no, about. It it's, terrifies me. There's a little me. boy standing in the hallway no, in that there one. there is. No, this is, okay, no, I'll show you. Unless they're there's in, two. No, there's the one, uh, the ghost scene is when they're inside uh, and they're singing to the baby. And I believe it's. Um, yeah, it's down the hallway in the apartment. No, they're looking over the cradle. And the, the ghost is in the background behind a curtain. And the curtain no. kind of moves. Yeah. I don't think that's the same one. I mean, I guess I haven't seen it for a long time, but that's not what I remember it looking like. I remember it being where it was supposedly it was like it was down at the end of the hallway. And then they tried to say that it was like a cutout of something. And that's what showed up on the camera, which yeah, I don't know was, one way or another. It but was that's, supposedly a cutout of like Ted Danson or something that they had. That's what they said. But I don't well, I'll find it. Why don't we do some okay, world yeah. of crazy and then I'll show it to you. after. OK, fine. Because maybe I'm maybe I'm uh, not remembering this correctly. No, it's I, re- I remember it very correctly because that's the last time I watched that movie. <laughs> Just like the. Uh, um, what is it, the munchkin that hangs himself in? Yes! Which I've. Did you ever see the uh, real proof on that one? No. No, it turns out it was in. Uh, I think it was. Did you an see ostrich, like the ladder a, being set up? And it was then like somebody a peacock or an ostrich or something in the background. And, they, and all it is is like it ducking its head up and down. And they proved that that's what it was. Okay, good. Yeah. Because that was. It is not a munchkin hanging himself. It's funny because I watched that around the same time as I watched Three Men and a Baby because a lot of my friends smoked a lot of pot. And so we'd always. And then we'd time. Um, of course, we do the whole uh, timing the Wizard of Oz with uh, oh, Pink yeah. Floyd, Dark Side of the Moon. Yep. Which um, PS totally works. Yeah. There's another one you can do that. Oh man. Okay, I've got to remember what it Damn, was. We are I, running I short think. on time. Oh yeah, we are. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to talk more about three men and a baby. Speaking of a man and a baby, <laughs> my top story coming up in just a second. I'm Sarah X Dillon. Welcome to World of Crazy. The pregnant man has given birth to his third child. Yes, it's a bouncing baby boy for the famous pregnant man, Thomas Beatty. Not a man. <laughs> Not Trans- a man. Transgendered male Thomas shocked the world in June of 2008 when he became the first man to have a baby. It's a woman with a penis. And two years later, he's already on baby number three. A source reveals that the baby's got light brown hair and blue eyes. He's very handsome and adorable and big and healthy. Not a man. With their first child, Susan, Thomas was in the hospital for four days. And the next time with their second baby, he was in there for two. This time their son was completely healthy, so there was no reason to stay longer. This is the wankiest article, by the way. But believe it or not, Thomas almost didn't make it to the hospital. Already well past his due date, he was having contractions every five minutes on the day he went into labor. Not a man. (laughs) It was a very quick labor. He nearly didn't make it to the hospital and almost had the baby in the car. Beatty and his wife, Nancy, already have two kids and are adjusting very well to their new baby brother. A source says they're staying private right now and spending lots of time at home nesting and getting to know him. Nesting is the grossest phrase to It really is. Yeah, nesting is kind of disgusting. Oh. Nesting. I'm going to nest with you. Oh, God. It says, quote, After they mate. Nancy's nesting and Thomas is resting. It's happy bliss. They're soaking up all the love. Uh, nesting is kind of a creepy word. Yes. Yeah, I don't like that. I know. It sounds like you're like rooting around and making like piles <laughs> yeah, of know, clothes like and like straw. diapers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, this is where babies sleep. <laughs> and little diaper nest I make for you. Yeah. <laughs> nesting. Hey, Greg, here's another reason why you should get an iPhone. Because now it's looking like the adult industry is going to have iPorn on the iPhone. Why should I get one? Because <laughs> I can't stop looking at porn. <laughs> we all know that Greg is a raging porn addict. <laughs> raging. <laughs> he just can't get enough. I can't see what he's looking at over at our company that's, laptop over there. That's why I angle it this way, I so know. that way you can't see what exactly. I'm looking at. 
But I can see the reflection in the computer behind you. <laughs> oh, no. With more than 3 million iPhone 4s already sold, the adult industry stands to make big money on this new way to reach out and touch someone or yourself. In at least five <laughs> cities, Craigslist ads are seeking models specifically for video sex chat which that's with this new program called FaceTime, a.k.a. iPorn. Uh, many of the ads even throw in a uh, free iPhone 4 for new employees willing to do the dirty deed on camera. <laughs> on your iPhone? So yes. All right. So for years, uh, cameras mounted on computers have helped connect people person to person for racy online video stations or video sessions. Excuse me. But the portability and privacy of a cell phone makes FaceTime slash iPorn a new frontier for the industry. So um, supposedly it's going to be instead of... Um, Regular talking on the phone, it's going to be face chatting. So it's called FaceTime slash iPorn. Face chatting? Where basically you can call porn numbers and get a live person on the other end of the phone and pay $6 a minute to um, watch somebody via your phone do live So it's like porn. video phone. Yeah, it's like a video phone. Why wouldn't you just go onto a website? Because this it's is an interactive. iPhone. You can get, but you can... Can't you do that on a website? No, well, I well iPods or uh, iPhones have always had like you can't do anything pornographic on it because they won't like any of their booksellers that they have on there can't be anything that would be, deep, be deemed at all pornographic. Oh, really? I didn't yeah. know that. Ah, okay. Yes. So now this is the first. Why step. would they care? I don't know. Steve Jobs shouldn't care. He's better yeah. than God. I mean, whatever you know, or just take a cut. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Take a cut. Take a cut of it. <laughs> In other news. A 20-year-old woman was arrested for trying to steal condoms, dog collars, and teeth whitener in her purse and trying to walk out of a store without paying. The 20-year-old woman was inside a Walmart in Florida at the time of the incident. (laughs) A loss prevention officer told deputies the woman walked through the store, picking up and placing several items into her purse and then tried to leave without paying for them. When the officer confronted her, she handed over a box of condoms... Two tubes of personal lubrication, a car window decal, two dog collars, two dog toys, teeth whitener, four coffee filters, and four cans of dog food. Wow. The items were worth $39.42. Where did she have them in? In her purse? In her purse. Okay. And look at those bargains at Walmart. All of that for (laughs) $39.42. Gotta say, it's pretty impressive. She was charged with one count of larceny. Lubrication for personal means. It was a personal lubrication. It's for personal uses. <laughs> All right, let me see if I can uh, pull this one up. This one has a little bit of audio, but of course, uh, you know, knowing today, the internet's been a little bit sketchy. And finally, a drunk woman on July 26 calls 911. Yes, looking for love. An Ohio <laughs> woman learned the hard way after she called 911 that that's probably not the best way to meet the love of your life. So this woman's name is Bernadette Music. Bernadette Music, okay, which is the weirdest name ever. She's 43 years old. She was drunk when she called the emergency line five times, telling two dispatchers she was looking for a boyfriend and she, quote, needed to be loved. <laughs> <sighs> so come on, Bernadette, where's your audio? Here we go. Um, let's see. So she goes on. She even described what kind of man she was looking for when dispatch answered. She also described herself and what kind of woman she was, along with how much she weighed and how tall she was. All this to the dispatcher? All this to the dispatcher because she was looking for love. And she couldn't couldn't call one once, not twice, but four or five times. Wow. Okay, so here she is, or here's the news story actually on this woman calling 911. Okay. It's a bizarre 911 call made to Norwood emergency responders. Hi, this is Norwood 911. 
having a hard time getting, you know, a hold of Dateline and stuff. Everybody wants to put me around. Forty-three-year-old. Right, so she's having a hard time finding a dating line. Operators at least four times on July twenty-sixth, asking for a date. And I love healthy. I'm five one. Okay, I weigh one twenty. Wow, that's that's better than what I weigh. Lieutenant Tom Williams says the call, although it may sound funny, is no laughing matter. You know, she's tying up our valuable resources. She's. Um, holding our dispatchers up. Our officers are out there trying to locate her, and she got locked up for it. Here's a bit more on the strange conversation we found from those 911 tapes. All right. It's somebody's flying Uh-huh. I'm going to knock on the door. And somebody's flying with a kitten weighs 130 pounds. Tell me uh-huh. the best hole there on the way in. Uh, yeah, for a guy it is. Why is this Here's dispatcher engaged? I know. She shouldn't have this engaged. This crew is responsible. So that anyway, this goes on and on and on. Uh, anyway, the drunk lady ended up getting arrested, of course. D- four or five times? Did. Why would the dispatcher keep talking? Well, and that's the... I, I would think oh, in your yeah, training... Oh, yeah, it's got like a man I'm looking for, too. <laughs> so police say when they arrived at Bernadette Music's home, she initially refused to answer the door. But when she did, urinated on the floor outside of her apartment before she was arrested, handcuffed, and taken <laughs> away. And that's wow. true. Well, she's looking for a man. She's been charged with two counts of disorderly conduct. Don't let her slip away, guys. Bernadette Music. Maybe you can find her on Facebook. Oh, I bet you could. <laughs> I'm looking for a 120 pounds. What was she, 120 pounds? Is that what she said? She's five foot one, 120 pounds, and looking for someone no shorter than 5'11 and 130 pounds. Oh, she wants a tall. She wants a tall, lanky. Tall man. Tall, lanky man. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's all I've wow. got for today. <laughs> that is my world of crazy. It's like a lovely woman. How old was Bernadette Music, does it say? 43. 43. She yeah. sounds like she's 83. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I want to show you that uh, video. So yeah, so you the... found this three men and a baby thing? Yes, and I mean, it maybe I'm, me. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I, I don't remember this exactly because I know I haven't seen it in a long time. But I thought it was at the end of the hallway is the one. Yeah, no, this one is uh, – so they're doing – yeah, so they're filming it and, like, they're leaning over. I believe they're singing or something to the baby over the thing. All right, so do you want to come over here and look at yeah, it? Yeah, let me see. Um, can we put this up at Fun and Planet Radio? Oh, we sure as hell can. Okay. All right, so here so, this is. So here is... I still don't see it. So, they're, yeah, they're in the room All right, so it's going to be over baby. in the corner. All right. All right. Let's see here. Oh, I'm in awe. I mean, look at you. You, you pick oh. her up like a pro. I pick her up like a grandmother. <laughs> wow, I forgot how horrible this movie really is. Oh, no, it's terrible. Oh, yeah, it's it's really pretty bad. What's your name? Mary. Mary. Please, I like Ted Danson. Oh, <laughs> Steve Gutenberg, right, I never so quite here. understood. Right there. Oh yeah. <laughs> Isn't that fucked up? Oh, Dude, that looks like a cutout. That is not a cutout. That's that somebody does. standing there. That looks like a cutout. No. I don't think it is. Like, now that I see it again. Look at the way she's looking at me. <laughs> that nah, does kind of look like a cutout. cutout. Yeah, You're right. But I guess they're like drunken college eyes. It totally looked real and it scared the crap out of me. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's because everybody said that's what it was. Yeah. No, nah, I think that's cut up. Okay. We'll put it up and we can, uh, maybe we can discuss it on the forum whether or not people think that it's a ghost or not. All right. Yeah. And actually, I'd be curious if uh, there's other things like in other movies. So if people would, yeah, post that to the uh, forum at funemploymentradio.com. Yeah. Actually, me too. Because I, yeah, because the two that I knew about were the Wizard of Oz one and, yeah, and. 
yeah, three, minute three minute baby. Yeah, those are the only two I know of too. Because if there's other ones, actually, I'd be really curious to see what they are. Just to maybe you know, obviously, maybe they've been disproved by now. But okay, I'm actually glad that I saw that again. I need to see it in high def, though. See, that is totally a cutout. I need to see it clearly to see if it actually looks in this in this like On poorly YouTube. pixelated YouTube's. It looks like a cutout, but I want to yeah. see it in, like a little clearer. All right. And uh, and yeah, definitely uh, post uh, post some other ones if there have been weird things caught on tape in movies. I know I know a lot of our listeners probably know a bunch about that stuff. So I don't know the hanging munchkin thing. I still think it's true. No, because I saw a whole thing like disproving you can set that. The lad- like he sets the ladder up and walks up, and then you see something kind of swinging. Because I watched <sighs> it, I, I watched it a hundred times. Yeah, but they I think what it was is they like illuminated it, like they did some brightening on it, if I remember right, and you can tell it's just like this bird, like. If I remember right, it's this bird's neck like going back and forth. I don't know. I'll have to look that up too. Yeah, I yeah. will too. Yeah, I'll Let's look that up because I, I know I saw something on that one. But uh, all right, um, send us an email: funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call: 503-575-9120 anytime, day or night. And don't forget, you can go to funemploymentradio.com under the store section and pick up a t-shirt or a beer koozie, mm-hmm. especially for uh, everybody wants to keep their beers cold. Yes, and it's for a moderately priced. And I love it because people keep sending us. Oh, moderately priced, yes. Five dollars, and people keep sending us pictures too of like them at um, like waterfalls, just all around town with their beers and their tall boy koozies, which is awesome. Which and so, is so yeah, awesome. please keep sending those in. And I n- do realize we haven't put up the photos from the listener party yet. Uh, I apologize for that. I've just been trying to gather everything. So um, we will get those up. Yes, and there's some awesome pictures of many of you. Yes, not so awesome pictures of me. <laughs> <laughs> You don't think any picture is good of me? No, but these, yeah, some of them, because I, I, it was just so hot there. Well, every picture of me, I'm sweating. I know. Oh, me too. <laughs> I'm like glistening. <laughs> like every picture. Glistening. Glistening. Gloriously. Not sweaty. I'm glistening. <laughs> You're sparkling. Oh, no, I will never say that. I'm sweaty. I'm a sweaty person. That's okay. <laughs> I can admit it. Um, me too. But uh, yeah, we'll get those up at funemploymentradio.com under the photos section on there. Um, I'm headed late. to Seattle. You're headed to Seattle. Yes. And uh, I shall regale you with tales of drunken Capitol Hill mischievousness tonight. Tomorrow. <laughs> Excellent. Yes. Tomorrow. Yes. Tomorrow. And uh, <laughs> so, yeah, so we'll be doing a later show tomorrow. And I can't remember if we have anybody coming in or not. Anyway, <laughs> we'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. I'll be more well-rested. Yes. Dot com. Yeah. All class. Classy. Sorry, Greg. It's all right.